G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag. Pete Anthemus joined by Rob Scurry to review Rose Hill. There was look, plenty of group ones, there's some good figures, there's some not so good figures, but overall it was a reasonably entertaining day of racing. Rob, welcome. How'd you find the day overall? Oh, it's a nice day. It's a bit hot. Um, I lost, that made it a bit shit. And they watered the track a heap and I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, uh, I was certainly expecting, I think like a few of us were, the track to play a little bit more on speed, a little bit more inside, and certainly it just played, I guess, what, relatively even. Although, looking back with the overall data of the meeting, it was quite difficult to actually lead, settle in the first two and get the job done. So perhaps those horses just sitting there with a little bit of cover um, were able to get the best of things on the day. But, look, as I said, plenty of variable tempos. Uh, Do you find yourself attending to any of PVL's music entertainment after the last? (laughs) No, mate. I was... uh... (laughs) I was already walking when um, Britain Beauty was slightly away. As I said, might happen in the text. I was already yeah. on the way to the car. <laughs> That's fair enough as well. Okay, let's focus on the Group 1 races. So the Rose Hill Guineas was the first of those. Race 4, 2,000 metres, very slow tempo, 5.1 lengths, slow to the 600 on punning forms data. The overall figure for Lindemann is playing, and he managed to fight back and defeat Pericles. Williamsburg was a gap to third, elliptical fourth there but well and truly beaten um rob what are you taking out of this race what did you think before the race and what are you thinking afterwards well, i thought the favorite prated too fresh for 2000 meters so i was keen to bet in the race um the melbourne horse elliptical um looks superb um in terms of you know its condition and coat so that was the main play and lindemann um seemed to just sort of hold or improve um these aren't much good i think pericles is the best of them i'd want to see it parade a bit more professionally um but yeah i think it might be the best of this bunch anyway yeah um probably not much else to say out of the race like i said overall very plain figure it was the third worst winning figure on the day if that makes sense and the midway and the manion cup were the worst too so it uh, doesn't say a great deal there Look, if we kick on into race six, we'll skip over race five. So race six was the Rambit Stakes, group one over 2,000 metres as well. Once again, very slow tempo overall, 6.4 lengths slow to the 600, being led up by Hinged. And Dubai Honor, Ryan Moore on board, international with William Haggis. Uh, the trainer just completely and utterly killed them. Uh, Montefilia was second, Moanga third after settling outside the leader. Rob, what did Dubai Honor look like? Looks like a proper horse, but, you know, with improvement in it, um, Maunga continues parade, like it's best it's paraded this time in. Probably the worst, maybe my worst units ever sent was this race. I was so filthy on myself um, for not backing the the proper weight for age horse, even though, you know, it did look a little bit underdone. Um, yeah, complete uppercut. Um just pissed in. Uh, well done, you, Pete. Hats off the, the you, you back to drift all the way. How'd you go? Yeah, all, all the all the way out. Um, it, it's just it was one of those where if you have a look at the, I guess you have to rely on where you can get information for some of these internationals, and that was time form. In this case, look, the figure significantly better than say a horse like El Bodegon, which is after running third in a Cox Plate has done two fifths of fuck all since. Being in Australia, I think it's fair to say. Um, Dubai Honor had a very similar figure to Gold Trip, but the last four starts of Dubai Honor were all plain, probably with 
I wouldn't say excuses, but it's hard to know given the setup in a different country, different part of the world, but was beaten as an odds-on chance in three of those off the top of my head. And um, I like the inside draw. Ryan was obviously one of the best riders in the world and will handle fast tempo, slow tempo. So I thought just at the at the price and having a chat with our old mate, Mark Roden, effectively a lot of our weight for age horses are no good. And this field, I mean, Gold Trip was huge first up, but that was in a very fast tempo race. This is going to be very slow, more than likely, and every chance was a bit flat off that and would prefer a bit of cut out of the grass. So I thought it was enough queries on this bunch. All I'll say is the figure, like I said, pretty plain off a very slow tempo in terms of the meeting ranks, just going on punting form. It's run the 11th fastest last 600, 14th last 400, 13th last 200. It's going to start too short next start, I think. Not a bit against Animo over 2,000. Yeah. I think there's going to be a genuine query coming out of this race. It was just you know, whether it's a barrier trial. I, I often like those internationals in their first run in Australia as opposed to backing up again. So, Well, we'll get to Animo. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think yeah, he's, he's going particularly well. That's the next race, race seven. George Ryder, again, very slow tempo. So we're not getting a great deal of information out of these races because although the best horses are winning, um, it you know, doesn't give you a great clue to how well they're going, especially when they go 8.3 lengths slow to the 600. Obviously, he was through a wide no cover and he's beaten a field that was probably better suited off a slow tempo because he can handle all conditions, but obviously very fast suits him. But as you've been alluding to all prep, Rob, he's looking particularly good. He has, and this is the best I've seen him. Um, my old mate Damo once described a horse called Hotel Grand as imperious, mm. and um, that's what sent out. He just he, he knew it was the shit. I was I got, I got caught a break here. Um, the OTC Wi-Fi um, <laughs> crapped out, and <laughs> I was chatting next to an old racing hardhead, and I said, he's going to have to do it tough. want to lay him. And I did, and I couldn't. Um, and he's like, he's a champion. He's, you know, he can still win. He can still win. And he was right. Um, you know, Fangirl's a proper, you know, sprinter miler. So he's beaten a good one there. Converge continues to improve. Artorius, you know, he's Artorius. Um, he paraded very, very well again. And um, the rest aren't weight parade horses. Yeah. Full stop. End of story. Look. He he is going well enough, I think. I had a little query on him, um, what two two preps ago, that his overall first up figure just didn't look quite to the same level as what he had posted previously. Coming off similar speeds, he wasn't running the same splits. He still managed to win a couple of races that prep. That was the Rose Hill Guineas and the Hobartville Stakes. Last prep, he came back and his splits were much better first up and went on to win the Cox Plate. I think he's improved again, um, if yep. that's even possible. And that's what you're telling me out the yard, which is yeah. which is great. So you're just looking for that time where you can actually get a really nice setup, good draw, and the price, which we may or may not get, but we'll wait and see. Oh, PVL. You yeah. know, be tickle pink, Animo versus Dubai, whatever it is. Um, should be a good race. Yeah. Probably, probably pissed down heavy 10. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, okay. Race eight, the Golden Slipper was a complete mess. And, I mean, it'll probably take a couple of replays to work out exactly what happened. Very fast tempo, 6.2 lengths fast to the 600. Um, learning to fly, what, half bond the start, lost the rider, uh, 
chaos early. Shinzo's maintained the inside run with Ryan Moore on board once more and run down cylinder. King's Gambit half loomed out wide before peaking on the run. Dodden Corleone was okay going through the line. Rob, you've been looking at these two-year-olds for farewell now. What's your impression of the winner? What are your impressions of the rest of the beaten brigade? Oh, look, I was, you know, trying to, you know, pour cold water on Shinzo, even though I backed his first two starts and lost um, off its win the other day. I got sick of it after Randwick. Um, in the Texas, a sense of timing about it has just continued to improve. Um, it's obviously, you know, they're going to want to tell you it's a $30 million cult now, yeah. um, unfortunately. And, you know, Coolmore are very good at doing that. Um but yeah, Cylinder's the first time I've ever backed him, um, which is really annoying. I thought thought he's run run pretty well. King's Gambit continues to pray poorly. Um, I just you know I like professional looking two year olds. Um, it gets all hot and bothered and um, you know too toey or anxious or whatever you want to say. Um, Don Corleone um, prayed very well again. He's a proper horse, proper two year old anyway. Um, you know, people should have said that Steel City should have won the Blue Diamond. I'll say Don Corleone should have won the Blue Diamond. Yeah. Um, Empire of Japan's run fifth. There's been a fall. Um, you know, a few of these might, you know, be maidens that, you know, they're, they're not much good, you know. I don't know. If you had um, to pick one as yeah. a three-year-old, who, who are you looking forward to seeing as a three-year-old? Well, you'd think the genetics in Shinzo is going to, you know, hold it in good stead. Um, don't know what to make of Barber. Well, look, I think Don Court, uh, King's Gambit is probably the one who can improve its um, temperament the, the most. If it improves that, which I think after type is more important than fitness, um, it was secret there for yard watchers. Mm-hmm. Temperament. Um, if he can improve his temperament, maybe he, he can be, you know, really fast early three-year-old. Yelled it. We want to see racehorses. I'm invincible, sultry feeling. It's by. Um, they, yeah. <laughs> Probably won't want to. Yeah, yeah we need another <laughs> another stallion in Australia off six starts. Yeah, go to go to start off a group group through win. Um, okay, the Galaxy race nine, fast tempo. Eduardo managed to cross them and he has stopped in the straight. Maria Mia has managed to keep the inside run once again. Defeating the favourite Uncommon James, who seemed to have every Cannonball's third, Asfura, who was going to the Quokka. The Quokka ran fourth. What did you make of the sprinters in the Galaxy? It was an interesting race. I found it really difficult trying to work this race out doing the form because it didn't really have a Group 1 feel to me. Mm. Um, well, none of the first six runners have won a Group 1. Um the only one who's won a group one, I'd say, would be Eduardo. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, a lot, lot, lot of, you know, fast horses on low weights. You know, like a horse like, I've always kept my eye on the whole campaign is Key Largo, and it's, it's run two lengths off and coming home um, well off a good tempo. So you've got to say it was well set up for it off a benchmark 84 rating. Um, so I'm agreeing with you. Um Oncoming Jam paraded very, very well. Um, Maria Mia, you know, forgive it one run outside lead last start um, in Mia's grade. Um, she's she's findable. She she looked well. She gets a little bit sweaty, but you know it's a hot day. A lot of them are getting sweaty. Um, and Matt probably better suited on a wet track. Uh, remark maybe he's just a fresh horse. 
as Fora was my main player in the race. Nice, nice looking horse. Um, want to keep an eye on it. Yeah, I, look, I think settling more forward. I know it's been ridden a little bit further back, probably just, I don't know, early jockeying positions didn't quite suit it, but that's probably one that looks like will be really suited going to, to Perth. How's um, the last start, Stewart's comment on the winner, Maria Mia? I've just got a little note here on punning form. Ten, uh, Stewart's queried run tempo against. Uh, last start, it settled outside the leader, went 5.4 lengths fast to the 600. On Saturday, 5.7 lengths fast to the 600. So 0.3 length faster on Saturday, and it's made the world of difference. Um, just the stewards' comments sometimes, you just go through them, it's just laughable. I did, yeah, go, looking for it. I did go looking for it. It's like, well, why did it get beaten so convincingly as a $1.80 favourite? And I know some horses don't like settling outside the lead, but it's also that was a 37-start mare. It's now a 37-start mare winning a Group 1 sprint race. Um, obviously, Joe Pride's a very, very good trainer. One of the very, very best boutique, proper boutique trainer. Yep. Like a Rockford or a Wenduri if we're talking wine. We'll go with that. Uh, and then Zapatero <laughs> won the rust. The, the last for very fast tempo, good overall figure. As you said, you're already on the way to the car. Um, what, did you, what did you make of Zapatero? Oh, I'm just annoyed. I, I, I back. It looked a little bit, you know, they always look a bit soft, these Godolphin yeah. horses, um, sprinters, early in their prep. But paraded very professionally. It was around the same price as Palispane. And, um, yeah, I just made another bad mistake as being my primary play. Um, went for the Chris Munts horse, maybe 1400 for that horse. And next start, I think it's probably worth following. Um, and the leader, you know, can obviously go well again. And, um, yeah, i just never seen Written Beauty Parade so good and, um, yeah, absolutely shocking bet. We're in play only, that horse. Obviously got right back going through the meeting ranks, fourth fastest last 1,000 on the day, 11th fastest last 800, but then relatively plain thereafter uh, to the line for Written Beauty. Okay, overall meeting. Uh, good amounts of racing, heaps of replays to be done. What are you taking out of the meeting from Rose Hill? Um, back horses I've got a history with. Don't jump onto the, the new shiny thing. That's what I'm taking that. out of the meeting. I don't mind that at all. I was at, <laughs> put up with an old friend and he reminded me of the fact that I used to, I, I, I've got a history of jumping at the new shiny thing in horse racing. I've got to <laughs> back my judgment. You know, Shinzo, for fuck's sake, how, how have I gone on the Melbourne ship and not it from the yards? I was um, never heard of Little Bros. Anyway, yeah. I haven't even watched the replay of it. Um, they'll go around, you know, I've got a week to do it. Okay. Yeah. They're, going, they're going around at Ramwick on Wednesday. Probably we'll have a 12-meter rail or something. Yep, Kenzo, eight races, Rose Hill for Saturday, the Tancred, Binary, Two group ones with the Tullock Emancipation, the group twos on the card. So you got one more out there at Rose Hill and then back to Royal Randwick for the start of the championships. Yeah, rolls on. Good horses are here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got a hand up for the subscribers. It's 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 been it's been bleak. Um, but you know, I'm going I'm I'm i I'm hatching a plan for, for this Saturday. And I think I think you're gonna like it, Pete. All right. I think I hopefully the pundits do. You know, you don't when you're tipping professionally you don't want to say i'm going to turn it around but yeah i'm going to turn around 
just got to keep keep punching. That's the that's the main part of the game, isn't it? Don't lose your head. Just keep plugging away. Yeah, and not try and grab it too hard, you know. Yeah. Um, but I've I've been sort of up and up in the stakes a little bit. I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm, I'll let people they may or may not be interested. But this week I'm there. I'm going to keep to five units. Mm-hmm. Um, if I if I lose those five, I'm not. I'll, I'll just do you know tips, no units. Um, but if I'm winning with those five, I might risk it all. Poker style. Yeah, yeah. Like if we were playing poker, I'd call it tight aggressive play. Yeah. Um, you know, only only raising premium hands. Yeah, working out of position. <laughs> that thing in the first is annoying me. You know, with Dylan Gibbons on, you know, I, I could have easily been on it with something in the midway. And the thing I've backs loomed up like the winner with Anthony Cummings in the wrong colours. Never. Yeah, anyway. yeah, I was a bit dirty on that as well. I found it as well, and it shortened. And then I was looking at wealth of knowledge, and I was like, mm, you know, didn't really love the love the didn't really know what to make of the map. I think that's probably the best way of putting it. Yeah. And so I, I, was, I, I just bet. thought, I, and then I knew something was up at the track at that point. Like that's kind of wealth of knowledge. If, if the track's yeah. a bit quicker, it just fucking wins. Yeah. Same with spacewalk. Yeah, had a big play on space. Spacewalk hit the front for fucking three hundred meters. But if the track's a bit drier, they they just don't make the ground, and it quickens a bit fucking faster and we have a winning day instead of a losing one it's the best isn't it that's why we keep doing it week in week out Uh, all right mate pleasure as always yeah we'll chat to you then all right mate Bye. bye for now